What's up, Hogline Nation? Welcome back to the Hogline Podcast. I am your host, Mitchell Manis, alongside my co-host, Mr. Jack Manis. Say, what's up? What's up? Oh, there he is. Hello, everyone. I'm here. We have we are joined by our editor, Mr. Joseph Bolton. Say hello to Hogline Nation, Joey. What's going on, Hogline Nation? It's been a while. Yeah, Joey's last episode was probably it was uh, the summer. Last, it's probably been a year. Yeah. So he's until, close until, to it until the NBA was relevant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it, yeah, if you have inferred correctly, we're talking about the NBA because Joey pretty much can only talk about the NBA. So uh, and barely he, he can barely talk about that too. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm pretty. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> I'll right. fully admit that. So we are. You know, the, the NBA obviously has been on hiatus since March 11th. So it has been nearly three months since we've seen some basketball. Um, but they announced that their, their return to play kind of uh, tentative schedule. Um, and it's, we're all very excited. We're, you know, probably about a month and a half away from that. So we just figured we'd talk about it because we're just we're itching for some NBA action. <laughs> Um, the first league back real quick real quick is that gonna like I, I know the nhl announced their plans and mlb is just you know all messed up is the nba officially going to be the first one back do we know just no wondering. hockey's going to be back first is hockey going to be back first okay i really haven't been paying attention to that honestly so okay just one sorry i'm right i'm that correct mitchell well i i think hockey announced more of a loose plan it looks like the nba has more structured kind of dates in plan okay I but love that, by the way. Adam, Adam, Adam Silver is the best. I want to say it right now. Get it out of the way. Adam Silver is the best. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely a great commissioner. Um, but, yeah, the NHL and the NBA will probably return around the same time, probably within a week or two of each other. Uh, but, yeah, they're definitely going to be first. Looks like they're – I mean, if I had – I really don't know if there's going to be baseball uh, yeah. this year. I am not very hopeful because they keep working out. I mean, it's just a – pretty big uh they're not on the same page the players union and the owners um it's up in the air whether it's going to be like a 50 game season 82 game season 114 game season or there might not be a season at all so i mean it's that's, that's another question i'm not gonna lie once again i obviously am the most least informed sports fan in this entire thing but like are the N- are nba like players and nhl players are they getting their full salary or no they're not right no way for the for this for like the rest of the season, um, I don't think so. Well, no, they yeah they they haven't been. They're getting partial paying. salary, right? At, at the very least, they're getting some sort of like they're not getting a hundred percent. Like LeBron James, Benson, and Joel Embiid, whatever. They're not getting their hundred percent salary, right? No way. No, I, I know that they um no they're not. I'm pretty so, sure. I saw that. I just remember like a few months ago, it was a big deal how the players were going to get paid through like. They got paid like through March and then like the first two weeks of April, I believe. And I don't think they've been paid since. If I'm, I, that could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's correct. But they're no, I don't believe they're getting the full salaries. Because remember, I saw a quote, um, not Igadala or Lou Williams. Someone, there was a quote I saw that said like, he thinks a player, some player, I forget, said that uh, he thinks that two thirds of the league is living paycheck to paycheck. Wow. Oh, wow. That is actually crazy. Sorry. I mean, I, that, this is all my fault that we're off track already. But, Mitchell, go ahead. I'm so <laughs> yeah. sorry. I, um, hold on. Before we, oh, get, yeah, Jack, into, go ahead. Yeah, before we yeah. get into more basketball, I just wanted to touch briefly on everything that's been going on um, in America. 
I would feel weird if we just kind of ignored it and acted like everything was normal. Um, Cause I think this is the first time we recorded since the George Floyd death and all the events that have ensued since. Um, I mean, to put it bluntly, it sucks. It's upsetting. Um, and not only the George Floyd death and the Ahmaud Arbery death, but all the other unlawful and blatantly racist killings that have been going on for years and, and decades that have been swept under the rug and there's finally light being shed on them now. Um, I just hope everyone listening to this is uh, open to new ideas and any part that they can play in being part of the solution because I hope everyone realizes that we need a lot of America needs significant changes and we can be uh, part of the solution if we're open to it. Um, and yeah, just continue to send my thoughts and prayers, not only the Floyd and Arbery family, but anyone who's ever faced any kind of prejudice because their skin color, because all this is pretty upsetting. And I suppose that's all I have to say. Very well said. That very was well very said, well said. That was very well said. I uh, kind of got chills when you said it there. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic that we, as our generation and, you know, people slightly older than us and just, you know, the younger people in America in general uh, can enact change. There's a lot of, you know, there is already stuff and, you know, legislation and stuff, you know, and ideas that are being passed around. What I'm trying to say is there's been a lot of change already, but there's still a mm-hmm. lot of work to be done. And um, I'm optimistic that we can, that we can get there but like you said we all have to be open to it um and start conversations and not just start conversations but take action um and i think that that we can we'll get there one day but you know there's a lot of work to be done but well no, said, yeah man. yeah real quick i'm very excited for the future and this was just like oh i'm not going to get into into it but uh, everybody just just vote please everybody if you can please vote and that's all that's all i'll say <laughs> just, just to put my two cents in yeah, no, it it all uh, the voting definitely helps. You want to, um, you know, do your part. Not to get too into it. Sorry, no, 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 not you know. Yeah, <laughs> just, no, just, yeah, yeah we'll talk. Awesome. We'll talk more sports. Yeah, I just. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah, no, well would said. Would feel weird if we just didn't just didn't absolutely say anything about it. So yeah, completely agree. Completely agree. We can get into some basketball now. Yeah, let's do it. Kick us off, Mitchell. Mit- yeah, Mitchell, go ahead. Give us the layout. All right. So yeah, like I said, there's a lot of. They're not tentative dates, but they're the dates that are in place now. Obviously, things change every day with the world that we're living in now, so things could change. But as of today, uh, the NBA is projecting the first games to be on July 31st. Um, if there is need be for that, well, actually, I don't think we talked about it while we were recording. We, we kind of discussed it before we uh, hit the record button, but uh, – there's going to be eight regular season type of games with the teams that were invited to Orlando, which is 22 of the 30 NBA teams, nine in the East, 13 in the West. And at the end of those eight regular season games, there's going to be, you know, the normal one through eight seeding in the East and the West. If the nine seed is within four games of the eight seed, then those two teams will kind of go into a mini play-in kind of tournament. And if the eight seed beats the nine seed in the first game, then they're in the playoffs as the eight seed. If the nine seed beats the eight seed twice, then they'll take their spot as the final team within each conference in the playoffs. So if that happens, that's projected to be in the 
August 16th, August 17th. The playoffs are supposed to start August 18th. The conference semifinals, September 1st. The conference finals, September 15th. And then the NBA finals are projected to be starting on September 30th and with a potential conclusion if it goes seven games on October 12th. So that is kind of their plan. Um, I, I mentioned how there's, there's going to be eight regular season games to kind of get these teams, you know, figure out the last uh, late season maneuvers within the playoff picture. And just to kind of get these teams, you can't just go straight to the playoffs because I feel like they'd be the players and coaches would be even more rusty. Um, but I guess we can kind of, that's what I guess we want to kick off with here is kind of just our overall thoughts on that schedule and whether or not the teams and players will be more uh, rusty, more injury prone, and how the, they'll just adjust back to it. So what are, you, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, first off, I mean, uh, I, I didn't mention before we started recording that I had a list of things that I wanted to make sure I touched on. And Jack made sure that I didn't mention them before because he's a little bit of a wild card going on here. Well, the first thing is I, I saw this today and I wanted to make sure I touched on it. Apparently, Cleveland is very upset that they were not one of the 22 games, the 22 teams invited. I saw that on Instagram through a couple of the stupid accounts I follow. So my question is for you guys, like, do you, like, do any of those eight teams, eight teams, yeah, have any reason to be upset for not being invited to this tournament and having a chance to make the playoffs? Because in my opinion, I think that's ridiculous. I think all no, baseball well, shut up. first off, they shouldn't be upset at all. They should be yeah, exactly. I agree. They should be I agree. happy because they're only going to hurt themselves by winning games if they – like, the, especially the Cavaliers. The Cavaliers are yeah. – They're they terrible. Got the second, <laughs> second pick. Well, I mean, the lottery. they got second-best chances. Um, no, I, and they, they don't – they're eliminated. Like they, they're out of playoff contention. If like, even if this season resumed, I think it was a more like a moral thing. They like they wanted to play for. Cle- like I, I don't know. Like LeBron was made, made, like he's such a big Cleveland guy. I know he's not there anymore, obviously. But like, like everybody who's still there, like Kevin Love and all, so they're very upset that they couldn't play for the city of Cleveland to like watch. Because like they want be like playing a, in Cleveland anyway. They'd be playing. I, oh, I know, but they, but but they want they want like a summer league sort of quote unquote thing because they, they want, want a like trip to Disney World. That's what. It is. Yeah, that's exactly what Kevin Love wants. No, yeah, <laughs> that's actually really funny. But um, no, yeah, I mean, obviously, I I actually really like the setup. I mean, this is really this is a really tough call for Adam Silver to make, like how to like figure out how to make it fair for everybody. So, I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm, I'm actually I, – I love the setup. I think the eight regular season games is perfect, um, especially with, like, the way it's all set up, which we'll get into soon. But, uh, no, yeah, that's, that's just my two cents on it. I, uh, I think – yeah, like you said, I, I think that they did the best job that they could have done. And there's, exactly. There's not a solution that's going to please everyone. Um, there's always going to be someone that is – critical of what their plan was going to be but I think that this um was was the best that they could have done I I know some people were kind of not agitated but they were kind of disappointed that they didn't try out the one through 16 non like there's no conferences you just go with the best 16 teams I I don't know why there's something about me that I don't really like about that I guess you can call me a traditional list I kind of like it the way it is um but I don't know. I, I think it was perfect. I, I don't know what – yeah, I, I think this is exactly what I probably would have come up with if I had, you know, more time to think about it. I believe the uh, vote was – I mean, out of the 22 teams that are being invited, like the vote for, like, approving it was 21 to 1, the one being Portland. 
which I also was on my list. I wanted to mention Portland being a giant pain in the you know what because God, like this like well, I, I Portland's just mad that they're not in the playoffs right now. And like you said, they're I mean, before we started, they're three and a half games out, right? Three and a half games out. Yeah. Yes, they are. So like I don't know, like they were they uh, they, they voted no for this because obviously it does not favor them by any means because Portland plays the Grizzlies, the Rockets, the Mavericks, the Sixers, the Celtics, the Nets, the Lakers, and then the Heat or Magic depending on whatever happens. And obviously that's not very that's not an easy schedule by any means. So um, no, I know they're pretty upset. But otherwise, yeah, I think everybody's pretty happy about this. And I I, I think Adam Silver once again I will say it right now if he ran for president I would vote for him. I love oh, I'll cut that out. I love that guy. <laughs> I love that guy so much. I really do. Um, so yeah, that's just my once again. This is my 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 opinion. Yeah, I I agree with you. Adam Silver is a great commissioner. I mean, I I think the consensus is that how much better he is than than um than Goodell. Yeah. I I think he's better than Rob Manfred. I don't really know. I don't even know who the initial commissioner is, but Gary um, Bettman. I mean, I don't know what the. Yeah, me too. What the public sentiment is on him, but um, no, I like Adam Silver a lot, um, and I agree with everything. I think this uh, this setup is as best as you can do. Um, what do you guys think about? I mean, I, there's been some not rumors, just been some t- talking of how like if you win this year, there's an asterisk oh, yeah. to your name. What do you think about that? It's. I mean, Mitchell, I'm gonna go. Go, Mitchell, you go first. I don't. Uh, I don't think so. Everyone mm-hmm. is playing under the same conditions, and I know they're not ideal conditions. But every, it's not like one team. They're all gonna be playing in Orlando in a bubble, and um, yeah, I, I really don't think so. I mean, w- was there an asterisk next to the team that? Do you guys even remember what year it was when there was the NBA lockout? I remember Igadal. I mean, we, I remember Sixers beat the Bulls that year, right? That's what 2011, I believe. Oh yeah. So that's what, the only that reason was, I remember. That's the only that, reason I remember it. <laughs> Literally the so only reason. That must have. That was that LeBron's first, um, first title. No. Yeah, oh, it wasn't. This, the Celtics beat the Sixers, and then it could have been. I don't remember. And, and, and then the Heat beat the Celtics, I believe. But right, exactly. <laughs> Same with my that. Point, my point being, yeah. whoever won the title that year, no one thinks back. No one thinks no, yeah, back. True. Oh, it was Very true. Very true. And same like the Spurs, the Spurs dynasty, their first championship in like 90, 99, I think. That was a shortened season. There's something yeah. similar. So, I mean, something yeah. Like that. No, I agree with well, that. My, I don't, what? Well, what my, my, well, my question is, I mean, honestly, I do, I feel the same way. I'm like, once again, I'm very excited that, like, that we have any sort of NBA coming back whatsoever. But like, I will say, like, I know Mitchell, you're a Boston fan. And Jack, I guess Sixers, Heat, I, don't, I really don't know which way you kind of swing still. I but, swing like, nowhere. But, but like, heat like it. So, yeah, heat, heat, yeah. So just just to put Mitchell on the spot, like, what's it called? If the Celtics win this, they say they win the championship, and like it's a tough whatever playoff, like throughout the entire playoffs, so like a tough tough fought series every time. If the Celtics win, do you feel as good about them winning the championship as, for example, if they would have won last year or something? Like, do you still feel as like pre- pre- you you know what I mean? Do you still feel as good as a fan? Um. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not coming at you either. I'm just wondering. I really. Am I know. Wondering. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know the answer for me, honestly, with the Sixers. I really don't. No. I. I'm. It's just. It's a little different, but um. I, it feels. It's just like upsetting. Just. I mean, I know, there's no home crowd, right? Exactly. Um, that, be, that, that's it, the tough part. Right. Um. 
but in terms of like, do I think any less of it? I don't think any less of it. It's just a little different because there's, it would, you know, you'd rather have them either, you know, win it in, in Boston or, um, win it at someone else's and like, you know, all the fans no are like upset and pissed like that. That's <laughs> cool too. Like you'd rather have all that, but, um, and you rather, you know, if there's like a buzzer beater, like, what, like if someone hits a buzzer right. beater in these playoffs, like none, none, okay, the, the players will be really <laughs> happy and everything, but like, there's not going to be like the roar of the fans. So, yeah. um, yeah. I can just pick, I can just picture it now. Like way downtown. Bang. Yeah, and then it's silence. And then or nothing. Two, or, or or 2K noises or whatever. Like they're right, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> whatever they're planning on doing. So it's not – it's it's different, but uh, I don't think any less of it. It was still equally as hard, if not harder, to achieve because, you know. I, honestly, like, my opinion on about, about all of it is, like, like, for example, like, obviously I'm a Sixers fan. If the Sixers do come out on top and they win this championship, um – I don't. I really don't know how I'm gonna feel at the end. Of, like at the end of the day, like say it goes to seven games in the finals and we win on that October 12th date or whatever. I have no idea how I'm gonna feel, but at the very least, it's gonna be a huge momentum like like swing for the next season because obviously that's like less than two months after that. So at the very least, like I feel good going into the next season, but like I really have no idea how I'm gonna feel. But like you said, the home crowd not being there, the chance of not winning in the Wells Fargo Center that really. It's upsetting, but once again, completely out of anybody's control. So well, I wanted to talk about the Sixers. Um, sure, let's get into what it. What do you guys I'm, think about? I'm scared. Um, how do you think this whole thing is going to affect the Sixers? I got two points. First off, um, first off, this whole period gives uh, Embiid and Simmons time to recover, like be healthy. They're going to come back healthy, which they. May not have been the playoffs started in April, so they're fully healthy. That's a huge advantage. Um, what do you think? It's wild, this, right? So wild, like real quick, because like I'm not gonna lie. Three weeks ago, I saw that like the Sixers announced that Ben Simmons is fully healthy, and I was like, three yeah. weeks ago, I was like, yeah, what? Is, three, it's like I was like, he would have so like like imagine this doesn't happen, he would have been out in the whole playoffs probably. Obviously, he would have been in the whole playoffs, and like I'm like, oh my god, yeah. could you imagine? That would have been terrible. Right. So that's huge. Yeah. But then the whole thing, I mean, if this, if the season was normal, um, I would not have picked the Sixers to even win their first playoff series. They can't win on, they, they, they couldn't win outside the Wells Fargo center. Like they, they, yeah. I would not have like if, if they were a five seater lower and they didn't have home court advantage, I don't think they're winning the, the series at all. Um, well, how do you think this neutral site affects them in that regard? I guess. I mean, well, like, it really is the question of, like, is the reason they were so good in the Wells Fargo Center, is that because, like, the, the home crowd, which I know sounds cheesy. Right. But, like, it, it really is a huge momentum thing. It is. Especially, especially for players like Joel Embiid, who, like, feed off the crowd. I know that sounds so stupid, but it's so true. He plays, like, crap in a way just because he's yeah. so, like, tired and lazy and stuff. But, like, I, I don't know how they're going to treat these neutral sites because, like, once again, like, maybe it's just because they're well-rested in Philadelphia. Like, who knows? Yeah. Like, so, like, I really – but also I will say they easily have the easiest schedule in this eight-game little series, whatever, this eight-game regular season. They have, pace, they have Pacers, Wizards, which I can't believe the Wizards are invited, by the way. I didn't think they would be. Uh, Raptors, Blazers, Suns, which, once again, can't believe the Suns are invited. And then Rockets, Suns. Magic. 
Spurs. Yeah, the so. Suns barely got a chance. I, I don't I, I don't understand. So once again, Pacers, I, which don't mean we, we suck against the Pacers, so I have no idea what that's going to go. Wizards, that's a dub. Raptors, I have no idea. It depends on how, what's it called, uh, like your average, their average players play. Blazers win, Suns win, Rockets, I think, win. I know it's a tough game. Magic win, Spurs, Aldridge is out, win. So I, I, I really don't I, – I feel like the Sixers are going to shoot up in the standings, in my opinion. Obviously, I'm biased. I think they're going to shoot up in the standings in, like, through that eight-game little regular season. And I really think they have a really good shot of winning it all, in my opinion. I know it, it all comes down to the Bucs series in the playoffs. But in my opinion, I think they have a really, really good chance. At least, at least of coming out of the East. Mitchell, I would love to hear your opinion as a Celtics fan because I'm obviously super biased. So, please. So, I mean, in a second here, we're all going to give our thoughts on, like, I guess, like a, a playoff type of prediction. And I yeah, kind should, of, should, um, should we go team by team or should we just go, like? Well, I, yeah, no, I, I was. I got a bracket here that I made. Right. So, so do I. But I kind of stuck. I made some slight adjustments, but I kind of more or less stuck to what it already is. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know. I didn't, I didn't like deep dive into these teams, like remaining eight games that they're going to be playing for seeding, which obviously are going to have a huge impact, but I didn't really like analyze it too much. So more or less, I kept it kind of the same. Um, but I don't know, just to backtrack a little bit, going back to the Sixers, um, it's not just like the home crowd, why teams play better, especially the Sixers at home. It's just the whole, the whole process of just traveling and, you know, yeah. you feel more comfortable at home. You don't have to travel anywhere. You know, where everything is, um, and you just, you, you get more acclimated to that. So, I mean, I feel like the Sixers are going to have a hard time at first, um, but maybe they can kind of make it seem like they're home, I guess, because if they'll be in Orlando for a specific amount of time, you know, early July, then they'll be playing there in July. So they'll be there for like a month or two. And maybe with that, within that time, they'll be more, acclimated and it could feel like home and they won't be you know I don't know there's there's it's hard to explain why specifically they play so much worse on the road because it is such a big disparity I mean it's they're 29 and 2 at home and 10 and 24 on the road and that's just inexplicable stats sometimes of crazy yeah. why a team can be so dominant it's the best home record in the NBA and then have one of the worst road records I mean like the the Timberwolves have a better road record than they do. So there's just no like exact reason or logic behind it, but I don't know. That's something like maybe if they, since they're there for so long, maybe they can just become more acclimated. Um, that's the, that's the non-basketball answer I can give. I guess. Yeah, no, that's true. But I just, I, I, don't, I don't think that they don't have enough to win at all, but, but we'll get there. No, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, is there any – what else did you want to talk about uh, before we go into our predictions? Uh, just just one or two quick questions. I got Which one, but you go. Yeah. I No, I just want to talk about, like, rust, uh, injuries, and just overall uh, being unpredictable. Like, you know, will there be a team – I don't know. I guess generally in the NBA it's somewhat predictable. I mean, other than last year, I mean – people weren't necessarily counting out the Raptors, but they weren't the team everyone expected to win. Um, yeah. but, but, you know, obviously years prior to that, it's just Warriors, Cavs, Warriors, Cavs, Warriors, Cavs. And every year before that, you know, the Heater in every year, the Heater in every year. So it's kind of just predictable. Will it be less predictable is my question this year with everything going on because there's, there's craziness and there's so many unforeseen obstacles for these teams. 
Oh yeah, I, I like I love that question because I'm not gonna lie. Like, if, like if you took out all the COVID stuff with this, like I mean, obviously this is such a stupid thing to say. If you took out like the neutral site and if you everybody's at home and away, and like these teams had three months to rest, get fully healthy, and like also like all these like neutral like I mean like everybody playing as if it's a home game, like technically, this would be the greatest playoffs in the history of the NBA, like hundred percent. My like I feel like every team is fully healthy going into the playoffs. Every team is rested. Which is, I mean, like, obviously that helps a lot more teams than others, but like, I would be so excited for this playoff series if it weren't for that. So no, yeah, I mean, like, what's it called? The un- and the reason is because it's so unpredictable. Like, I, I have no, I mean, I, I, the Lakers are the favorites to come out of the West, and the Bucks are obviously the favorites to come out of the East because of like, you know, them being one seeds. But like, I, I have no idea, man. Like, just because of the three month gap. I have no idea who's coming out of either of these, either of these sides. It, it, it all depends on who, like, honestly, like, like it, like it's only eight games and then into the playoffs. Like if you're having a cold streak, you're done. Like imagine, like, imagine Giannis just isn't himself for some reason for like four games even. And it takes him a while to get him like, get like he get together. The Bucks are out. The Bucks are out. Like, I, I'm so excited, honestly, but that's, that's, that's just my thing. I totally agree. I, I think this is pretty Like going um, before the hiatus. Like, I thought this was going to be a pretty unpredictable um, postseason uh, for once. Like, now that the Warriors aren't the Warriors anymore. For now, they'll be back next year. But Oh, my God, yeah. Um, I guess the, my only gripe with the uh, the unpredictability and the I, – I guess the only thing that would make this more exciting, what if Durant and Kyrie played? And I segue into what I want, something I want to talk about. Like, why aren't they playing? I hate them. I hate them so much. Like, this would, a seven, it'd be, oh my, like, it would be so exciting. Like, they would, they would beat the Raptors. Like, the seven seed would beat the two seed probably for the first time in history. Like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get why. And there, I, I try to look into it and there's no, like, definitive. It's all vague. It's just like, no, out of the question, not happening. But like, Durant injured his Achilles. Uh, probably a year ago today, um, like 12 months, you can recover from an Achilles. No, yeah. I mean, like Kevin Durant, the Kevin Durant one makes no sense to me whatsoever. And that's why, I, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of reasons to hate Kevin Durant. But once again, he just keeps adding them on. And I know he acts like he doesn't care, but he's definitely the softest person in the NBA. He looks way too much at social media. He, I, I, I hate him so much. But Kyrie Irving, like, I don't know. I, I can't blame him. I don't even understand fully what his injury is. Like, because he was, like, in and out of the NBA, unlike KD, obviously, because KD can't do that. But, like, I don't understand why – I mean, I, I can't blame Kyrie for not coming back, and I guess that's why I also shouldn't blame KD for not coming back. Because if KD doesn't know he's having 100% Kyrie coming back, why would KD waste his time, I guess, in his own mind? Like, with Spencer Dinwiddie and, like, Karis LeVert and whatever. Like, like why, why – I guess he's thinking, why waste my time trying to win a championship when I'd have to, like, literally kill myself to do it? So I don't know. I mean, that's the only reason I can see, but still stupid. Still so Kyrie, stupid. Speaking of soft and problematic, Kyrie, Ir- Kyrie Irving. Th- these oh, are two yeah. of the two of the most soft and problematic people. Kyrie Irving. The the reason he doesn't want to play, he doesn't want to play without Kevin because he doesn't want to. I don't know. He doesn't want to look bad. He, yep. Everywhere Kyrie goes, there's problems. Mm-hmm. Everywhere. Every 100%. team. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So at a certain point, yeah, they. I don't know. These guys go to these places and, and they could be in, in a bad culture or just a bad situation. But then when it starts to be three, four times, it's the person, not the team. 
like, like I, this is gonna sound like one of those cold take things that everybody talks about freezing cold takes or whatever but like don't get me wrong when I heard Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant were going to the Nets I was like wow that is going to be a very good team if not like the number one seed whenever they ever get fully healthy but at the same time, after this year going by, and don't be wrong, they weren't expecting to have KD this year. I know this is unforeseen circumstances. But, like, oh, my God, these two guys are such just losers, man. They just don't – like, I, I, I hate both of them. There's no – like, I don't – like, I, when I heard they were both going there, I'm like, wow, those are the two of the most talented yet controversial people to ever go to a team together. And I'm like, that just sounds like a bad, bad mix, like a very bad idea. So I don't know. I, I don't expect, don't be wrong, once again, if they just stick it out and stay healthy together and just stay committed to like the game, like, don't get me wrong, they're going to be a hell of a team. But I don't know if I can see that happening in the next two years. Even. Like, they're just annoying, man. They're so annoying. Like, I, I hate them. <laughs> I just but hate like, them. But, but like, like Jack said, like, there's no – see, I don't know how long you spent researching it, but there's no reason why they're not playing. Yeah, exactly. There's it, not. It, it, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, like, so what's going to happen in a year from now? And, like, they're both, like, I don't know. I don't get it. Like, I just don't get it. I can't understand. I can't wrap my head around it. I think um, – I mean, I, I'm a, I view these players a little differently. I, I really like Kyrie Irving. I've always um, liked his game a lot, and he's one of my favorite players to watch. Durant, I used to hate a lot. Um, I don't really hate him that much anymore. I respect his game too. And honestly, when these two players are healthy, I want to go see them at the Barclays Center. Um, but again, I just don't get it. Guys, just play for – just play. <laughs> like, like, once again, like, I mean, obviously the biggest complaint about Durant was, oh, like, his only championships are with the Warriors. So, obviously, they aren't earned or whatever. Like, right. and, don't, and Kevin Durant is talented enough to come into the if he's if he actually is fully healthy, which he is right now, it's been like like Jack said, a whole year for an Achilles injury. He's he's healthy. And we've seen videos of him playing in practice. So he's healthy. If he came into the playoffs after not playing at all in the regular season and this COVID stuff, this rare opportunity, and he like even just even if he got to the Eastern Conference finals, he would cement himself as yeah, like I'm that guy still. And I think he's completely capable of doing that. I think he's honestly capable if uh, with Spencer Dinwiddie, like the Nets are really deep too. I think he's capable of bringing them to the finals and who knows what from then. So like, like I, I he had the opportunity, he has the absolute rare opportunity to really prove himself as a player right now. And he just did. Yeah. Like, like Jack said, he just doesn't want to do it. <laughs> I, I don't think, get it. I just think maybe, I mean, it's probably the most obvious scapegoat he has. Um, he just doesn't want to rush back into it. Um, yeah, I mean, last year he, he, play when he shouldn't have and then towards Achilles he the same thing so and then for what for nothing they didn't even win the championship so like I don't think that he he doesn't want to rush it I mean I don't know he's getting paid I don't know it's, yeah it's true but whatever I guess we could stop talking about two yeah, players sorry. that aren't even going to be in yeah it's true it's anyway. true yeah, um, it's true. yeah. Who cares? what else did you time. guys have to want to touch on um well, I, got, I guess to quickly answer my other two questions, I don't think that there's going to be rust or – I mean, maybe a little bit, but, like, this is essentially – I mean, players don't look too rusty, like, when they come back from a new season. Like, people just dominate the beginning of the season. I don't know. I'm not too worried about, like, the play, like the, the quality of play deteriorating. Oh, I no think, way. I think it'll be completely fine. Um, 
the rest is they'll have enough time to read like they're going to be there obviously these guys are training like every if not every day like five six days a week and they'll be playing and then they're going to have like a month in july to get acclimated to orlando and then they're going to have these regular season games like there's going to be more than enough time for them to get their bodies ready and in game shape if they're not already in game shape and right now no i completely agree they should be in game shape i saw something that like some people okay. fear the players won't be in shape, but there's that's there's no reason what like this is. It's your job to stay in shape, stay game ready. I don't know why, like, and, but like that'd be irresponsible for a player not to not to. Right, I'm sure. I'm, I'm I, sure. You know. I'm assuming mo- like the large majority of them are, but even if they're not, they still have two months, two yeah. months plus if they're going to the playoffs to get ready for it. And there's more than enough time, so I really don't think that'll be an excuse or a problem. Yo, oh, I saw an interview with Zion. Oh, what's face, he looking you like? see this? His face looks a little chubbier. Does he really? Oh my I, god! I, I, no, I, saw his I face, was just gonna touch on that. Well, real quick, his face looked a little chubbier. Jokic, I I heard a report that Jokic has like beach abs or something like that. Like yeah, the, I saw that from too. The, from from the Nuggets coach or something, which just what whatever. Like I don't like don't be wrong. Like that's not important to his play style. He's a pass first center, which is obviously amazing. he's amazing at it. But um. The Zion, I was going to touch on the Zion thing. I was going to say, like, before we get into this playoff bracket thing, um, like, who do you want that? Like, who do you guys want? Don't, don't be wrong. Who do, not not that you think. Who do you want to have the eight seed in the West, and why is it the Pelicans? Who do I want? Yeah, like who, like, who would you prefer out of, like, the Memphis, Portland? I mean, I, obviously, it looks like Memphis is going to get it. They're three and a half games ahead. But Memphis, Portland, New Orleans, and there's one more team. That's, well, it was the Spurs, I think, that were reasonable. Not, now Aldridge is out, though, so they're not going to get it. But, like, who would you want out of those three teams now to get the eighth seed? Like, who would be the most entertaining to play the Lakers? Because, obviously, the Lakers are going to be the one seed. Trailblazers. Trailblazers, you think? Yeah. I want to see Damian Lillard in the playoffs. He was – there was that month – It's true. He, I mean, I, I think out, if you look at outs – you know, the Blazers aren't good enough, but – Lillard has the numbers to win MVP, but I mean they're not good. The Blazers aren't good enough, and I, he's. I think he's a he's one of the players I enjoy most watching. So, my I, answer, I, go ahead, Zach. My answer to this question, I'm going to share my screen. Is the Pelicans? Yeah, um, I agree. The Pelicans. First off, in reference to what I was talking about, um, do you guys see my screen? I see your screen. Yeah. What, what do you? What do you mean? The podcast won't. So we'll describe it. Oh, that is face. Oh, Just Zion's man. looking a little chubbier, in my opinion. I don't oh, know. he does look a little chubby. I'm not. Gonna, I don't he's know. Not wrong. It's one picture, but ooh, yeah, he does not. He doesn't look in shape. I'll say that. No, he looks fine. No, nah, but I don't. I don't doubt. Um, I, I prefer. Don't, I, don't, I, don't I prefer to see Zion and the Pelicans in. Um, Pelicans are a fun team, and I want to yep. see. And it's what I'm jumping on the bandwagon. Everyone wants to see Zion in the playoffs. Um, a lot of people are saying how, like, when there were talks about um, how the league would resume, uh, a pretty big factor was uh, getting the Pelicans in because the yeah. people people want to see Zion. Um, but I agree. I mean, I'm 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 part of the public. I want to see Zion. But um, even even I completely agree. But even putting Zion aside. Like you're telling me, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, and Josh Hart don't have something to prove against the Lakers. Right, that like, too. That'd be that yeah. would be so hype. Like yeah, and an AD against the Pelicans. Yeah, that'd be. Oh my god, that'd be that awesome. would be such a great playoff series. Oh yeah. my god, I would literally be waiting every night for that for those games to come on. That would be amazing. 
I, I can't wait, man. I can't wait for this season. It would be great, but on. it would be four Lakers. Oh, I don't know, man. <laughs> there's no way they win a game. You mean, there's no way they win a game? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I'm not saying the Pelicans win the series. I'm not any means, but I think they can pull out one, one or two games. No. With Lonzo and Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram was playing amazing at the beginning of the year. And if he plays like that and Zion, like with Zion scoring and Lonzo, you know, being like the point guard he is, like, oh, man, I would be so into it. Nope, they get swept, but it would be fun. <laughs> That's just me. That's just me. All right. Um, all right. I think we're ready. We'll, let's talk about the playoffs now. Uh, but before we do that, Jack, uh, CJ McCollum said that quote you brought up earlier in the show. I fact checked it. Yes, yes, CJ McCollum. Yeah, no, I mean that's just crazy. Like how he said that one one third or two thirds of the NBA we were living paycheck to paycheck due. To, like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. The league oh, yeah. minimums what like seven hundred fifty thousand. Yeah, but what does that mean, paycheck to paycheck though? Like, like they're spending so much money that like they're living paycheck to paycheck. Well, am I supposed to feel like if they're making at a minimum of seven hundred fifty grand? That's why it's they, outrageous. That's why yeah, it's well, so dumb. Yes, yeah, that, what, what, the what spending habits of of NBA players is clearly a problem. <laughs> is it mostly rook, like the rookies? I guess like, I, I don't know. Like, wait, I, I don't understand. Like, I mean, no, 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 I know what you're saying. I just don't. The reason don't why you don't like, understand he, because the quote doesn't make any sense. Yes. Yeah, well, no, he because he said that um, because they were discussing like how like there was a discussion between like the players union and the owners and what, and whatnot about like how paying the players and like CJ McCollum came out and said, a lot of these guys are living paycheck to paycheck. And he like further explained himself saying like, um, he's not saying that that should be a reason why like the players need to get paid because they're living paycheck to paycheck. He's saying that spending habits are kind of a problem. Like people make bad choices. <laughs> that's what he, that's, that's the whole reason. But I just thought that was nuts that, that is nuts. If that's true. That is very nuts. My God. Get, get a grip. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, transition into the playoffs here. Uh, Jack, what do you think? In your 1-8 matchup in the East, who do, you, who do you have and how do you see that breaking down? I got – I kept it the same. I got the Bucks and Magic because the – what's it called? The Wizards are uh, – how many games out are they? There are a few. They're five too and many. a half. They would only right. need to get to four to get that play-in series. Yeah, that's just that's just too many. Um, I don't see it happening. When like they're playing all teams that are better than them. Like they're like the worst team that's left. And yeah, I mean, I got the Bucks sweeping the Magic. I in the one eight. Yeah, so do I. Um, I like you for all the reasons you just mentioned. And I don't see the Wizards catching the Magic. Um, and then the Bucks would ultimately sweep the Magic, in my opinion. They're too dominant. Yeah. Uh, they're putting together uh, a fantastic season. Um, they're, you know, they're 50, 53 and 12, I believe they were. Something like that. 53 and 12 or 53 and 14. Uh, they, the, those two teams played four times uh, this season, and the Bucks won every game. So that would be the same thing here, I think. No, yeah, it's really obvious, honestly. Yeah, once again, Bucks magic, obviously. And I, I just can't wait to see Fultz just cry like a baby on the sideline when, when Giannis is dunking all over him. It's going to be so great. I can't wait. <laughs> it's it's going to be my my favorite series in the first round, for sure. Sixers could have had Jason Tatum. I know. I, that's why I can't wait to see it. That's why I can't wait to see it. All right, uh, what about the 2-7 matchup? What do you think about that? 
I kept that the same. Yeah, I I mean, got... the, real quick, the East is going to stay the same. Like, there's just no way that anything changed in the East, right? I mean, I feel like uh, the Sixers could move up, like I said, but probably not. Well, I mean, no, that's that's the only thing. I mean, I I feel like most of the things are set in stone. I mean, the between the four, five, six, and the Heat, Pacers, and Sixers, it's yeah, it two games separating them, so it's not out of the question. But I think I kept the East the same, if I'm not mistaken. Like at, like at the most, like maybe the Sixers and the Celtics will switch, like the four and the five, maybe. I'm not, I'm not saying they will, but like and like so they'll switch. But what does that matter anymore without home and away games anyway? I'm just but gonna like, say I move the Heat up to the four, Sixers up to the five, Pacers down to the six yeah heat were already the four i don't believe so yes they were yes they were sorry i kept the heat i just switched the pacers and sixers okay oh wait he were the four out of the celtics were the four celtics were three celtics were six oh 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 so um then i got uh the celtics take celtics playing the pacers and the celtics winning that series in the three six did you say the raptors I said the Raptors over the Nets. Yeah. Okay. I also yeah, agree with Ra- I, I agree with Raptors over Nets in the two and the seven. That just makes sense. I think so too. I I had the Nets stealing two games though, just because I think oh. the Nets the Nets are kind of a scrappy team. Um, with what I remember one. I remember that. specifically watching this game between the Nets and the Celtics, and the Celtics were up by like double digits at least in the fourth, and then uh, Karis LeVert I think had fifty points, and they came back yeah. and won. So. I um, love them. And Nets are a tough team, even without their stars, but I think they could win a couple of games. But the Raptors are, you know, they're good defensively, and they're, they're, there's a reason why they're the two-seed defending champions, so they're going to move on. But, yeah, anyway, you said you had the Celtics-Pacers. Yeah. What did you I guys mean, have in the 3-6? I mean, what was it called? If, if it is the Celtics-Pacers, well, like, honestly, the whole thing about the Pacers is the Pacers – I like the Pacers a lot because they're really consistent. They consistently, like, like they just show up to every game as the, as the same team. I love Sabonis. I think he is one of the most dominant players – like the most, sorry, most underrated players in, like, in the league. Um, he has first all-star this year, right? Which I yeah. think is – I think it's, I think that at least last year he should have had another all-one because, like, he is so good. I love him so much. But um, I, the, that's the issue, though. The reason that they're so good is because they're super consistent, and that kind of goes out the window with this whole Orlando thing because, like, everybody's going to be consistent. Everybody's fully rested. Everybody's fully healthy. So I don't think the Pacers stand a chance to, like, a team like the Celtics or the Sixers. I, yeah, so whatever it ends up being, I really don't – I don't have, like, an exact layout. I, I think it, whatever – whoever the three C it is, which I think Celtics or Sixers are going to be three and four, in, in some sort of order, I think the Pacers are out. So that's just yeah, – that's just um, I had this uh, Boston Philly three six. Oh really? It's Philly at six. Yeah, I mean, like like I said, I I, I brought up earlier how if the Sixers can get acclimated to Orlando, maybe they can. Um, well, know. it could go either way, really. They really they're could. Tied, they're, way, yeah. they're the same exact record as the Pacers, so it's really it's not crazy if they jump up to five or if that's swapped. Which yeah, that's true. all I had, I think. Yeah. Yeah, true. Well, yeah, I had this. I had the Celtics beating the Sixers, um, four to two. The Cel- the Sixers did beat the Celtics. Uh, they played four times this year. The Sixers won three of those four games. Um, two were in Philly. Two were in Boston. Um, but we're just we're a better team. We're deeper. Um, all right, I'm, all right. Let me get into it. Um, the Sixers are built for the playoffs. I will say that right now. I'm are very. They? Why is that? Uh, 
I am very upset that this all this COVID stuff happened, honestly, for the Sixers. Don't get me wrong. I have no idea what's going to happen. I still yeah. don't think so. They haven't made they the are... conference finals since uh, 2001, I think. But, yeah, they're built no, for no. the playoffs. Oh, no, yeah, no, that's true, 100%. But uh, what's it called? Uh, Tatum, Jalen Brown. they're Campbell built Walker. for the playoffs. They're not. They're, the no, yeah. They're, okay, listen. Oh, like, you keep talking over me. They're built for the playoffs, man. Their defense is insane. Ben Simmons should be Defensive Player of the Year. That was the last thing on my list we didn't get to. Ben Simmons should 100% be Defensive Player of the Year, and you can argue me all you want. I don't want to hear it. He He's the only player in the league, other than maybe Kawhi Leonard, that can defend all five positions as well as he does. It is absolutely insane. So anyway, I mean, I'm, oh, I, don't, I don't want to go on a rant. I don't want to get too into it. But what's it called? As long as Joel Embiid is not fat as hell coming in these playoffs, which is a very big possibility, by the way. I have no faith. Yeah. Um, I, I really have no faith in his ability to stay healthy. Not stay healthy. Stay, I mean, well, yeah, stay healthy and stay fit. So, But if Embiid comes in here and he, and he looks like the Embiid that we know he can be, uh, they are, dude. They're they're so built for the playoffs. What are you talking about? As long as, and like I know there's a lot of ifs going on, but that's with any team. But Kemba Walker, when's the last time he's been in the playoffs? Wait, has like, I mean, I know I know Charlotte's been in the playoffs, but like as like a seven or eight seed always. And then Jason Tatum would be guard. I, I mean, in my opinion, I know Ben Simmons will probably be on Jalen Brown, but Jalen Brown, I don't, I have no faith in Jalen Brown. I, I like Jalen Brown, but. I, I don't know. He's not consistent. Like, but, but my, my, my point is, Jason Tatum is obviously the star of the Celtics, in my opinion. He is the star, as he should be. And I think if you stick Ben Simmons on Jason Tatum, there's just no shot. There's just no shot. And then you got Josh. You don't McHugh. trust Jalen Brown, 20 points per game, 40% three-point shooter, 50% from the field, six rebounds. With the Tobias Harris. Plays fantastic the, and, defense. You don't so trust oh, Jalen Brown. Oh, with Tobias Harris? I mean, I, mean, I, know, I know Tobias Harris is not a great defender, but he's not a bad defender by any means. And also, Al Horford would be our four off the bench. Am I, I, am I by the way, I think Al Horford's coming off the bench. I, I think Jake Milton gets – sorry. I think Jake Milton gets moved in the starting lineup for these stupid for – I know, I know, which I know sounds stupid, but once again, it's these stupid Orlando games that are in the neutral sites. I really I, – I, I don't want to – I'm not doubling down on the Sixers. Because once again, it all, like, like we all said, it all depends on how they, they treat these neutral site games. Are they going to play like the home Sixers? Are they going to play the away Sixers? I really have no idea. And we only have eight games to find out, which is really scary. So it really does depend if they show up or not. But if the Sixers right. show up, dude, like you saw them on Christmas. And I know it's one game against the Milwaukee Bucks. They destroyed the best team. They, the, but the Bucks were on pace to be one of the best teams in basketball, like in a very long time, other than the Warriors, obviously. And the Sixers made them look like, like a G League team. I'm sorry. They, we were up by like 30 points. Or like, like it just – if the Sixers show up, it really is just a different team. It all depends, though. It really all, right. all depends. All right, all right. Look, I'm, I'm losing the Philly. No way. I'm. I like both these teams. I'm. I'm less biased. I'm not biased at all when judging this. Yeah, we're both biased, obviously. Uh, I'm not gonna take the Sixers seriously until they can shoot. They can't shoot. That's their inhibitor. It's what's gonna. Farcon. Farcon. He's when he's your <laughs> only kidding, shooter, I'm I'm only guy who like. You're right. You're right. That's their biggest inhibitor. I'm not going to take them seriously until they acquire some kind of shooting. Um, I would take the Celtics in that series in six or seven. And also, also I, mean, and also I think that the Brad Stevens element over uh, Brett Brown is a huge factor as well that we're overlooking. Also, Adam Silver did mention that apparently he's considering not letting older coaches be on the sideline for uh, these games because of COVID. And man, that would help. Oh, that would help the Sixers Sixers so much. Oh my God. By the way, I'm going to get very clear. I hate Brett Brown. Oh, I hate Brett Brown so much. So if we don't have Brett Brown on the sideline, watch out. Oh my God, watch out. Also, 
it's been a very long time since the Sixers have been fully healthy. I'm going to make that very clear. Because Embiid had a stupid finger thing. Ben Simmons has been out with his back injuries. And before those two injuries, Josh Richardson had, what was it, like, was it back problems as well? I forget what it was. Even It, was such a, it feels like a century ago. But when in the beginning of the season, when Josh Richardson was healthy, we were a completely different team because he was. I'm don't get me wrong. He's not. I'm not saying he's a, like a great shooter, but like he is one of our. Like if you let it fly with him, like he's one of our better shooters on this team, and he expands the floor like a lot more, and he plays great defense. So I really don't think with our with our defense and also with Josh Richardson being healthy, everybody being healthy, I really think we could potentially be a really really dominant team. That's all. There's the potential, yeah. But like honestly, not thinking about it, like they're always plagued with injuries. They got to play a month of basketball and like before they get to the playoffs. So like, I don't know, maybe they don't even make it there like fully healthy going into yeah. it. They are, if the playoffs start today, they'd be fully healthy, but we still got to play a month of basketball. You got to play eight games at least. So I don't know. Yeah, no, it's true. It, it, it's so up in the air with the Sixers, which is just terrifying, but I'm so excited. So yeah, no, you guys are right. You guys are hundred percent right. Um, all right, we'll move on. My four and five, I got the, well, I got the heat and the Sixers. Uh, I got the Heat in seven. Wow. I love I, I love this Heat roster. I think this team is constructed great. I don't want to sound too biased. I, I, I think that's I think that's very, very plausible. Bam Adebayo is – he scares me. I, yeah. I, Bam Adebayo is a different player this year than I've ever seen in a long time. Yeah. Not a long time, but like, I mean, like, for him specifically. And Jimmy Butler, when, man, when you put a chip on his shoulder, he, he right. is just – I Just love a Jimmy different Butler. Yeah, I man. He has something when he has something to prove. He is something else. I mean, we we have all heard the stories of him with the third stringers, whatever, with the Timberwolves. Exactly. Yeah, and I love. And, I mean, they got they got great depth. You, their two stars are there. There's their two all stars. Um, Kendrick Nunn starting. He Kendrick Nunn and Tyler Hero, both two of like top five rookie of the year candidates. Both of them. Um, Duncan Robinson's yeah. such a uh, a great shooter. He's he's got decent size and a great shooter. Um, Goran Dragic, always a solid player too. True. Um, that's well, that's that's the only thing I will say that like Kendrick Nunn and uh, Tyler Hero being rookies. Like I, I once again, it's a, it's a different playoffs than we've seen ever. But like you never know if rookies are going to show up in the playoffs. They need experience. They really do. Like I mean, like you've seen it with like, every so. team. So who knows if like they they're able to show up like they do in the regular season. With a very different game, it's a very different game in the playoffs. So, I mean, but that, that's the only reason I'd say that I don't see it happening. But um, you don't like I, hero. You don't like basketball. <laughs> yes. Still gets it. Oh, it Pacers, doesn't matter what that guy. Says. Pacers <laughs> overheat in seven. Sixers overheat. Pacers, Pacers, Pacers overheat in seven. Pacers. I like that's that. Stupid. Uh, that would be a great series. I I can see it. I, that would be a great series in my opinion. Pacers and Heat. Pacers True. don't get any love. They're deep. They play great defense, and they don't have any super superstars. But they've had they have a lot of great players. Oh and wait, you're, so you back? You're going to beat back, the Heat. Oh wait, so wait, we're valuing defense now. You're acting, like the, you're acting like the like, Celtics play all, like Rockets level defense. They play. I'm not they play saying they play Rockets level defense, but Kemba Walker is not a good defender. Stop bringing the Rockets Rockers. into this. Oh, rock, uh, uh, Rockets! I that's not, we'll get it's into that. One player. You just name one player on the Celtics. Josh Richardson, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, Al Horford, Tobias Harris are all – they're all okay, – Tobias Harris is your worst defender. That is, that is a very, very plausible scenario for me to win any – any series. <laughs> um, let's get off this. Yeah, let's get off this. We're, we're, <laughs> um, we're, we're, we're so biased. We're so biased. Let's move to the West. Move to the West. No, 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 the I West. just want to – can we finish out the East while we're just talking East? Like, just talk East. about the East. We're done the East. 
No, but it's like fish east to the champion. Got you to the conference. Okay. All right. All right. So wait, wait. So wait. Yeah. So let's agree. Let's agree. Who moves on from the first round then? I mean, we're, we don't have to agree, but like, let's just. Let's, let's Who I have moving on from the first round? I got the one Bucks playing the four Heat, the three Celtics playing the two Raptors. Yeah, I have the same thing, but instead of the Heat, the Pacers. So Celtics, Raptors, and Bucks, Pacers. So neither of you have the Sixers moving off in the first round. That's no crazy. way. No way. Can, can no. I write that down, Mitchell? No way the Sixers move on from the first round. Not the if they play the Celtics. Okay. If they play the Pacers, I'll give a shot. But I don't know. I, I, I don't think they're as good as the Celtics or the Heat. I don't think they'll beat any of those three teams. Maybe not the Pacers. Maybe they could maybe be the Hazers. I mean, they got so much talent. It's just like there's no shooting. And I'm, I know I said it before, and I'm just gonna keep saying that until they prove me wrong. Like they they need they need some more consistent shooting from the outside. They want to win today's NBA. That's fair. That's very fair. Okay. Um. So I have so one bucks, two Raptors. Obviously, we all agree on that. And then what's it called? You have sorry, Jack. Who do you who do you have as the two coming out of the other side? Um, he has Celtics, got, Celtics, Raptors, and Bucks Heat. That's what he has, and I have and, Bucks Pacers, Celtics, Raptors. It's the same teams, except he has the Heat instead of the Pacers, and I have the Pacers. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I'm so right now. my Sorry. Bucks versus Heat series, I really wanted to take the Heat so bad, um, <laughs> but I I ended up settling on the Bucks in seven. Bucks in seven. Oh, I had the I had the Bucks being the Pacers in six. Um, I'd see that ending in five. But I'm the, pa- huge the, on the Pacers, Pacers, the Pacers are a scrappy team, but the Bucks are better. So there's no way. Oh my god, the Bucks are so much better. Yeah, Old Depot though is like fully healthy now. I know he his he came off the that's bad true. injury and like I don't know. Yeah, that that's something. Malcolm Brogdon's getting his revenge. Oh god, He's gonna I steal a game. <laughs> <laughs> I completely forgot about Old Depot, man. Oh wow. Um, what are you, what do you think about a uh, Celtics Raptors series, Mitchell? Um, I'd be a little nervous. The Raptors are a good team, um, but I we're gonna win. We're we're not losing to the Raptors. I mean, the only thing like Jason Tatum before this was on an absolute terror. Yeah, I think um, yeah, it's yeah, getting overlooked too much. So I mean, unless he just and he's officially a superstar. <sighs> yeah. And um, I think I feel like, you know, there's teams like the Pacers and the Celtics of the past couple of years where you have a bunch of really good guys and they play really well as a team. But you don't win unless you have a superstar. Um, you just don't. Like, it's always LeBron. And then, like, Kawhi, like, you know, was the superstar. And then the Warriors had, like, three superstars. You got to have at least a superstar. And, you know, the teams like the Pacers here, like they're they're great and they can maybe win a series, but you don't go anywhere unless you have a superstar. And I feel like the Celtics finally have that in Jason Tatum, and I think he's just gonna continue to ride the wave. I mean, you never know. I mean, the, a player doesn't play for several months in a real NBA, but I um I think he, I think he'll you know maybe he'll take him a little like a couple games, but he'll get it going to where he was prior to this break and. You know, that's where we're at. So I, I have the Celtics moving on over the Raptors. So Siakam, let me so Siakam isn't that on that level yet. I'm not I'm not saying he is, by the way. I'm just wondering. So Siakam isn't that like superstar level. No. That's no a shame. I, don't think so. I feel bad. What's he gotta do to do it, honestly? I was looking at the stats right now. I remember him being 
Yeah, he's got um he averages 20 23 points, six and a half oh sorry, seven and a half boards and uh three and a half assists. Yeah, I guess he wasn't as good as I remember. But <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the stats right now. I mean, no, he's great. Yeah, you're right. He's not a superstar. All right, fair. I like that. Um, and then lastly, we both have seen these are conference finals. I got, I got I took the Bucks over the Celtics. Nope, we're winning. Sorry. All right, now I feel way better about my six years pick because <laughs> what's it called? Like the bias is here. Let, 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 let's go. We're going. There's to the no way. How, how would the Celtics beat the Bucks? If, if how would the Celtics beat the Bucks? Uh, is a Nace Canner going to shut down Giannis? Is that what's going to happen? No. No one said <laughs> that. Uh, we, we would play them twice. Uh, we beat them. We split one, one and one. Um, they, we, we play the first game back as Buck Celtics. That's the first game back. So we'll, we'll, see, we'll see another. That's true. We'll see, we'll see a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals, the first game back of the uh, coronavirus here. Um, I mean, you, you, we're deep, but you can say that about the Bucks as well. So you can't just say like, "Oh, the Celtics are deep and the Bucks are not deep." Um, it comes down to Brad Stevens, honestly. Yeah, Brad's gonna carry us. Jason Tatum, like I said, can go toe to toe with anyone. Um, I know it didn't end last year very well. I mean, obviously the Bucks beat us in the conference semis. Um, but you know. I don't know. I can't really say any other tangible reasons, but I don't know. I told you guys it was going to be unpredictable. No, yeah, it's true. It is unpredictable. Cause that, that's why I, I'm just like the Celtics. I'll, I'll be honest. The Celtics are the, the team that scare me the most when it comes to me as a Sixers fan. Like, if we get to the Bucs in the Eastern Conference Finals as a Sixers team, I'm not saying I'm not scared of them. Obviously, I'm scared, to be honest. He's, a, he's the MVP. But, like, Al Horford and Joel B down low, like that's that 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 is the best like that, that's the best answer to Giannis in the East. It's just, there's just no denying that. So like, it, but the Celtics could easily beat the Sixers. I'm not gonna pretend like they can't. They're way more in. They, they have way more depth than Brad Stevens is a hell of a coach. But I just can't see the Celtics beating. I I can't see most teams beating the Bucks. Honestly, if the Sixers don't beat the Bucks, I don't think anybody beats the Bucks. And I know that's so biased, but I really can't see Jason Tatum being that much of a superstar step up a guy to beat the Bucks. Uh man, Chris Middleton is a free is a agent after this year. Yeah, he is, right? I think he I think he is. Giannis? Is he going to the Celtics? No. <laughs> oh no, no, my no. god. Once the Celtics <laughs> beat him, he's he's leaving town. Wow. I would honestly I'd love it. I love that actually. What, to the Warriors? <laughs> I don't know where, but Oh, man, I would love that so much. I think he's wasting his potential. and Not potential, but, like, he's wasting his time in Milwaukee. Well, oh, I'd, I, mean, I would if, love that so much. If actually. they don't go to the finals, you know, he's – I'd probably stay because, you he know – He seems they, really they, committed. He seems but really like, committed. I don't know. There's no excuse for them not to re- – like, they, like, I don't know. If you're the Bucks, like, you got to, like, you got to get it done. Yeah. It's so weird because don't get me wrong. If they don't make it to the finals, like it, w- it would be Giannis's fault, quote unquote, because he is that team. The way he plays is the way that team plays, and, and they're a great defensive team. And Chris Middleton's a great player, obviously, but it's all about Giannis. So like, if they don't make yeah. the finals, it's kind of his fault. But like in that sense, if they don't make the finals, should he leave? Because isn't it like, like isn't that him saying I can't do it on my own? Which don't get me wrong, it's the NBA. No one can do it on their own, but. Oh, I don't know. That, that, that's that's a great point, Mitchell. Man, if if he leaves, oh, that would be crazy. 
at that point, possible. at that point, you'd have to maybe consider the no conference one through sixteen if he went to the West. Because I mean, oh my God, yeah, you're right, hundred percent. I feel like it'd be way too imbalanced. You'd have teams like the the Wizards and the and the Bulls and the Hornets making the playoffs if if he leaves. Like I don't know, I, I feel like the I don't know. Zach Levine, the all-star we know. <laughs> He's the best, man. He is an all-star in the making. No, I'm kidding. He's terrible. He's not terrible, but he's not. Yeah, he's not. He's no superstar. Oh, that's funny. All right, let's move on to the West. Let's do it. You can start, Jack. West is um, I kept the Grizzlies in. Um, the only seeding I switched... I moved the Jazz down to the six, the Rockets up to the four, the Thunder to the five. Um, I guess I have the Jazz moving down from the four seed to the six seed. It's only separated by one full game. Um, what do you guys think about the chemistry of the Jazz? Oh, I, I think um, – okay, like, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'm not trying to make light of the COVID at all. I'm not making jokes about it. Like, this is genuinely my opinion. Like, the fact that, like, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert apparently aren't cool, I think that's a great thing for the Chaz because that sounds like more shot attempts for Donovan Mitchell, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And you, and don't I know Donovan Mitchell. I, I, I'm not a Donovan Mitchell fan. I think he is very similar to Russell Westbrook on the Thunder. Don't get me wrong. Puts up great stats. But, like, he's just hawking it up there, man. He takes, like, thir- at least 30 shots a game. And that's not a bad thing. He's a volume shooter. And I think Donovan Mitchell, like, he succeeds in that, right? And if you just keep the ball away from, like, Rudy Gobert and the Bogdanovich guy, I think Donovan Mitchell can carry a team pretty well. But, like, so I think they might even play better, honestly, with, that, with like, the stupid, like, uh, tension in their locker room. Because Rudy Gobert, he's just a defensive player and he gets rebounds, let's be honest. And he's really good at it. So I think Utah could be – I mean, right now they're playing the Thunder. I think Utah could easily beat the Thunder in the first round. What did you say you had them at, Jack? Sorry, you you had Utah playing who? Uh, oh, I have them bumped down to the sixth seed, uh, playing really? the Nuggets. The Nuggets. Interesting. I I, I think they could beat the I think they could beat the Nuggets even because I have them both, beating. The Nuggets. Yeah, Gobert on uh, Jokic. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, like, I know that's only one matchup. I'm just thinking about it right now. Yeah, absolutely, I could see that. So I mean, I um, I think like, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they like? somewhat reconcile i, heard, I, I, I haven't heard did. anything oh really there are reports, I mean, yeah that makes sense but like i think like they just said like you know it was a unfortunate kind of thing that happened but i think they both said like you know we just got to try to put that behind us and like focus on winning like i, I think that i don't know if they're like you know buddy buddy now but i don't i don't really know i don't think they're like it's a good boiling hatred anymore i think they're ready to like kind of move on and play basketball and you don't necessarily have to be best friends with everyone on your team, you know. You just got to, like, play well. And they both are great. And they, I think they can make it work, even if they're not, like, you know, friends like they were before, you know, if this is something that changes their whole dynamic of their relationship. But I don't yeah, know. Not, I, 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 I don't really know how – I don't think it really trans, translates to, like, a you know, wins-losses. You know, I, I think they'll still be fine. Yeah, true. Very true. It really doesn't um, matter at the end of the day, yeah. But yeah, I think the I did. What did I do? I um. 
I did make some adjustments. I know I did put the Blazers in. Maybe it's just wishful thinking because I want to see it. But that they only, they only have to do – they only yeah. have to get within four, and then they just got to win twice against the team. So it's definitely not like – it's not at within – without – it's certainly possible for them to make it. There's a reason they're 29 and 37, though. Like, they're not – let me wrong. I, I love them. They're super talented. I love Melo. But they're, they, just, they just don't play well. It's very odd. Is, is that uh, – is Jurkic back? Jurkic, right? Yeah, I always say that wrong. Every, uh, I think I believe he is. I mean, has he been? Because I mean, like he should be healthy, obviously. But like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anymore with KD and stuff. So like, yeah, no. So I, I did check here. The only thing I moved the Thunder down one and moved the Rockets up one. Okay. So now the Thunder are six, Rockets are five. Um, and what I did was I that did, makes sense. The Lakers are sweeping the Blazers. Okay. I wanted to have the Blazers win a game, but nah, they're not gonna. <laughs> do any of us? Do any of us think that Memphis is gonna hold on to that eight spot? Because I, I don't see it. I do. Jack just said he thinks so. Oh, sorry, you said that. Oh my bad. I thought I thought you had New Orleans. I, I, I like, but I really think New Orleans is taking that eight spot. I really hope so. Honestly, I know it's gonna be not. I know it's not gonna be easy because they're twenty eight thirty six and Memphis is 20, 30, has thirty two wins. But, like, if they get within four, which they already are. Are they already even within four, technically? I think they are. Three and a half. Uh, three and a half, yeah. I, I think that dude, New Orleans is a different team with Zion. And, like, it's not even the fact that Zion's, like, you know, it's, it's all on Zion. It's just the attention of Zion and Brandon Ingram being able to play like he can. Now, I what think, happens – sorry to cut you off. What happens no, if good, there's multiple teams within four? Did you that's great, that? I, I was also wondering that. That's a great question. I have no idea. I'm not sure. I No, I, I, I don't – I don't think it's a multiple team thing. I just think it's just the eight and the nine still. Oh, okay. But what if like the Blazers and the Pelicans are tied for the nine, like they are now? Tiebreaker with something like I mean, like it's not going to be perfect, like we said. It probably tiebreaker with like I don't right. know, like a mat, like head to head or something. Is that what it is? Head to head usually. Yeah. So, if it if it was the if it was the Blazers and the Pelicans, the Blazers would have the advantage because it goes by win percentage. And the Blazers have played. Two oh yeah, they did say that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all this doesn't really matter in the whole scheme of things. Just teams getting swept or maybe win one game against the Lakers. <laughs> very, very, very true. So, oh, yeah, Lakers and four. Uh, I assume you have Lakers and four against the Grizzlies. I think you said that, Jack. Yeah. Yeah, Lakers. Lakers are moving on easily. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, sweet. I have uh, Clippers over the Mavericks in six. Really. Hmm. Very interesting. I, I got I got them in five. I think that was a generous five. I mean, the, the Mavericks are a cool team, and Doncic is going to be – he's up next. Um, but I don't know. The Clippers are just too too good. <laughs> they really are. Even if Porzingis plays, like, the best Porzingis we've ever seen, like, yeah, there's just, there's just no way. No shot. Yeah. Um yeah, I don't know. I think they could steal a game or two, but yeah, yeah but there's no way they win that dominant. series. Uh, then I, I have the Nuggets over the Thunder in seven. I I think the the Thunder could, you know, they're kind of scrappy. Uh, Gilders Alexander's having a great season. Um, Chris Paul's kind of keeping the ship afloat there, but uh, I just think the Nuggets are going to ultimately prevail. But I think it could be a, a interesting series. Do you have who do you have at three six, Jack? Um, I I got the uh the Nuggets and Jazz. 
And? I got the Jazz. Yeah, nice. I, I just don't. I just don't see OKC moving on from the first round. I think I. I agree with Mitchell. I'm pretty sure Mitchell said this. Houston moves up at least one spot in the standings to these two to eight games. I. I really. I really like Houston. I don't know why. I know that their their small ball lineup is obviously not like traditional by any means, but um, I really have faith in Houston in this sort of neutral site thing. So I think they at least. I think Houston might go to the conference finals honestly against LA. I mean the Lakers. I know I gotta be more specific than that. But um, what's it called? I, I, there's just no way OKC or Denver move on from the first round, in my opinion. No matter how it ends up shaking out. I wouldn't say there's no way. I wouldn't say there's no way. No way. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I also I discredit Denver way too much. I, I don't know why. I just don't. I, I don't. Jamal Murray doesn't like do anything for me. I don't. I don't, I don't see anything in him. But like, Jokic I'm not a big fan of Denver either. I'm not a big fan. I I'm not really a fan of Jokic. It is, um, it, is, it is unfair of me to say no way. You're right. You're absolutely right. That was, that's a little out there. I don't think – I think Jokic is a little overrated Ooh. in my opinion. Ooh. I think he plays very sloppy. Um, he gets uh, – he's just – I don't know. I don't think – he's just a big guy who um, he can pass and maybe dribble a little better than other big men, but – He's too big. I think he's too fat. I think he's too slow and he plays too lethargically. And um, I his defense. He has a pretty um, pretty lackluster in defense, and that's kind of overlooked because of his his uh, his high numbers offensively. He's a high average per game. Um, and then outside of him, they have Murray, who he's decent. But I'm just – I'm not really a big fan of Denver. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I love Jokic just because he can do the one thing that Embiid can't do, and that's pass out of a double team. Whenever Embiid gets double team, he panics and just either turns the ball over or well, – no, he just that, – that's it. That's the only option. He turns the ball over. <laughs> and Or he makes a ridiculous shot that is just not, like, you know, like that's not, you know, consistent. Um, so I, uh, that's why I get so caught up on Jokic. But like you said, he doesn't play defense like some of the big men in this league, even though like he has his moments. But um, I don't think Jokic is enough, honestly, in the West. Jamal Murray would have to actually like, like every year we say Jamal Murray should has to prove himself as an actual star in this league, and he really doesn't in the playoffs. So let's be honest. So I, I like him a lot, but once again, yeah, I agree. I don't, I, don't, I really can't see Denver coming out of the first round, but it's po- it's possible. Yeah, I mean, they, they couldn't do it last year. They lost to the Blazers, so. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's, it's just uh, so weird. They're so odd as a team. I don't get it. Yeah, I know. I mean, they, they're they're the, the three seed in a very tough conference, so. It's true. I mean, they're 43 and 22, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how it shakes out. I've got a, just the last first-round matchup. I have the Rockets over the Jazz. Um I mean, it's a little concerning. I mean, obviously, you alluded to their small ball play, Joey. but And then, obviously, the Jazz have one of the best big men in the whole entire NBA. So, that's a little concerning to see how they would, you know, deal with that. But uh, I think the but offensive – But doesn't that – I think that the offensive – sorry, sorry, what? No, I'm sorry. I hate to cut you off. But doesn't that just, like, kind of, like, make Go- – that doesn't make Gobert useless. But the whole idea of the, of the Rockets playing small ball is obviously they just don't even mess around with the paint. I mean, they, don't, they don't even travel in there. It's all about the three ball, the Rockets. They live or die by that stuff. So, like, doesn't that kind of make Gobert – not doesn't make Gobert useless, but Gobert's not an offensive threat by any means. 
Right. I, so I, I know. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know, but he can still like I don't know like he can get boards really well. So don't be wrong, the boards are gonna be crazy. But yeah, and like what is like if they do throw it to throw it to him down the post, like PJ Tucker gonna stop him? <laughs> I <laughs> love that. Oh, I love that so much that PJ Tucker's down there. <laughs> right. So it, it, that is a little concerning, but I just think like, I mean, obviously the Jazz are a great de- defensive team overall, not just an interior defensive team. But uh, I don't know. I just think Westbrook and Harden will get it done. I think they're. Their offensive firepower might be a little bit too much for the Jazz to handle. I have them winning in six. Yo, I forgot. The Rockets signed Robert Covington, right? Yeah, Covington, well, that, that's the idea. Like, if, if there is a big man like your Joel Embiid or your Jokic is, I'm pretty sure P.J. Tucker and Covington just double-team the hell out of them. And, like, they kind of, like, force him to throw it out. I, th- I think that's their game plan usually. But um, it, like, that obviously sometimes doesn't work. It's yeah. very interesting. Um, my last Western Conference matchup, I got the Rockets over the Thunder. Nice. And that's Russ, that. Russ uh, plays his former team. Yeah, not even going to call it a revenge game. but um, I was about to say Russ returns back to Oklahoma City, but I'm like, no, nah, no one's going everyone's to Everyone's in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, I'll be honest. With, with the East, I obviously like, kind of completely forgot that like seeding can change. I mean, I know I, I knew seeding could change, but like, I didn't really think about the East because the East was kind of set in stone in my opinion with the eight teams. But I, I do see that uh, what's it, I have Utah coming out of the first round against OKC. Okay, so, there's no way OKC comes out of the first round. And then Houston being Denver in the first round. And uh, what's it called? LA is coming out as well. It's, it, 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 don't be wrong. The Western Conference is weird, but it seems pretty obvious who's going to be coming out of the first. Yeah, I've got uh, – so the next round matchups are Lakers, Rockets, and Clippers, Nuggets for me. Lakers, Rockets, Clippers, Jazz. I have the same thing as Jack. All right, so I've got the Lakers beating the Rockets 4-2. Um, to two. Could make it – you know, Harden, Westbrook could make it a little interesting, but the Lakers aren't losing to them. I don't think so. Could you imagine them? Maybe. Maybe. No, Rockets. I know. I, yeah, the, it seems like you really want it to happen, but I don't. Think I know. I do. I don't know why. I don't. I. I don't like love the Rockets. By the way, I. I hate West. I don't hate Westbrook. Sorry. I'm just. He's a very. He's a great competitor, and that's why I, I dislike him. Um, <laughs> Watch yeah, your words. I know, there. Watch your words. Yeah. I, I. I know that makes no sense, but like you know what I mean. Like he's he plays like with a lot of heart or whatever. I know that sounds stupid, but like that's why I dislike him when he plays the Sixers. Plays with a lot of heart. Hate his guts though. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean, though. Like, cause like that. That's why I dislike him. And then like afterwards, like, yeah, he's a good player. But um, anyway, what's it called? If Houston shows up, man, I, this this Russ, adding Russell Westbrook to this Houston team, like that just changes the whole playoff vibe of that team, in my opinion. And like, I I really see them beating one of these powerhouses. And I I don't I don't know if I hope they do. I could see them being the Lakers, but obviously I'm not going to say that. That's ridiculous. Yeah, P.J. Tucker's really going to stop Anthony Davis. Exactly, that's exactly. That, that, that's what it comes down to in the end of the day. Like, they would have to shoot the lights out in Houston, and there's just there's just no way. Yeah, and you you, you just – I mean, you can't rely on shooting the lights out for a seven-game series. You can rely on that for a game maybe, but not – Yeah, can't. exactly. And we've seen that year in and year out with, that, with this Houston team. It's just not a, it's, it's not a, a reliable way to win a seven-game series. Right. Um, well, right. hold on. I got the. Uh, wait, did you say what you had that series? Oh, I have. Sorry, I have Lakers over Rockets and then Clippers over Nuggets. Clippers is in five over Nuggets. Um, I think. I mean, 
contrarian of what Joey said, I love Westbrook and I love the Rockets, but I, I, I'm sorry, I didn't mean I didn't mean any of it. Didn't mean to make it sound I hate Westbrook. Sorry, go ahead. Joey uh, thinks Russell you, Westbrook sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's the worst. Well, he's a terrible person. Hates little kids with cancer. <laughs> I <laughs> I agree with um, Mitchell said. I think the Rockets would make it interesting. Um, yeah, they got a lot of talent. Um, I mean, they're the only only team that has two MVPs, two former MVP cal, like best player in the league caliber players. That's something. Um, True. So, I I'm gonna say seven games against the Lakers. It, that would be a great series. I can't wait for that series. I think it's inevitable. I can't wait for that series. Oh man. And then Clippers, Jazz. I got Jazz, uh, Clippers in five. They said Jazz in five. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> no. Yep. Yeah. So. But Battle of LA in Orlando for the conference finals. I think the I'd be crazy if that was actually if it was a. It seems to pic- it seems to picture perfect for me the Clippers and the Lakers meeting in the conference finals. I don't know why it just doesn't it shake so out. It's weird like to have that in real life. Like every yeah, they played the Staples Center. Are <laughs> you so great? And then no no so team great. would have home court advantage. It, it it's literally like this, like neutral. I don't know how they do that, though, because honestly, even when, like, it's in the regular season and, like, the Clippers are the quote-unquote home team, it, like, it does seem like there's more – I mean, it's because of season ticket holders. It makes sense. Like, but there's True. more clip. So, like, I mean, like, it, it is kind of a factor, but not really. Like, you're right. You're 100% right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I, honestly, though, I will say this is my hot take of the episode, and I know you guys probably hate these. I do think the Rockets would beat the Clippers in any – I don't know when it's going to be. It would probably be in the second round because I would have Houston moving up into that five spot and then beating Utah. But um, what's it called? I, I, I think Houston has what it takes to beat the Clippers. I really do. The well, if that, were, if that were the case, then you'd have the Rockets-Lakers in the sec- second round. Oh, the second round? My bad. I'm sorry. I mean, if the Rockets were the four or five. Being, whatever it ends up being in, in the second – or like, I'm sorry, the second round or the conference finals, I do think the Rockets have what it takes to beat the Clippers, like 100%. Like 100%. Because the, um, it's just – it's it's the it's a matchup nightmare for the Clippers. Don't get me wrong, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George are great perimeter defenders, and obviously, like obviously, they're just great defenders. Period. But like, they don't have a big guy like the Clippers. Like like, I mean, they have Zubac and Montrez Harrell, but like, they don't have guys that can dominate like Anthony Davis. And then it just comes down to can is Houston going to shoot the lights out? And like, and they don't even need to shoot the lights out against a team like that. They just have to shoot decently, and there's a great chance that Houston can beat the Clippers. So I, I really think that Houston would kind of make their way to the conference finals if they run into Clippers in the second round. That's an interesting point. I could – I definitely have – I'd probably still take the Clippers, but um, – right, I, I, they do have a far better chance of beating the Clippers, I think, than the Lakers. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, I, I spoiler alert, I got the Lakers over the Clippers. I think the Lakers are better. Um, 100%. But there are legitimate arguments to be made that the Clippers and Lakers are pretty even. But matchup-wise, you're right. I think that the Rockets would match up better than the Lake- Clippers than they do Lakers. All right. So we've got – so Joey's conference finals is what? Rockets-Lakers? Yeah, Rockets-Lakers. Uh, but I will – yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Rockets-Lakers. We, we both – Jack and I both have the L.A. teams. 
I have the Lakers over the Clippers in seven. I've been going back and forth on that all year. I've actually probably favored the Clippers most of the year. Um, but I don't know. I just think that – I don't know. I think LeBron could could make the finals. I, I know everyone's like, you know, high on Kawhi because he's, you know, championship and whatnot. But uh, I don't know. I think LeBron has got one more – finals run in them what, what i will say is because like i mean like obviously i don't have a bracket because like it just doesn't seem like right for like these unpredictable playoffs but like if the lakers somehow lose to anybody before running it like before getting to the conference finals or the second round excuse me like if pretty much what i'm saying is if, if the rockets don't run into the lakers i think the rockets are winning the west i really do like i, I really have faith in them like in like if they really really play like play that game that they've like been perfecting with D'Antoni I can I can easily see like, once again hot take I see the Rockets coming out of the West if the Lakers fall to anybody like so if they clip like ah oh, man I just can't see that like the Rockets are so good in my opinion it's just so La- crazy. well in order for them to avoid the Lakers the Lakers would have to lose to the eight seed right well, either, first either of all the- no, the Rockets could be the sixth seed, and then they won't if, have to. If the yeah. Rockets stay at the six, or somehow they move up to the – no, no, they can never move past the four. There's never – there's no way. Yeah, so no, yeah, Rockets have to stay at the it's six. It's not impossible. They're two and a half games out. Um, I don't know. The eight games is just nothing. Which right. Knows. But in order for that to happen, they'd have to – they'd have to remain I mean, at the I, six. Sorry. And then – Yeah, the I think the most plausible way is remain at the six, yeah. And then, and but then that would mean that they'd have to play them in the conference finals unless they lost to either the Jazz or the Thunder. The no, I know, and I, I know that sounds ridiculous, which is which is stupid because like obviously it's not going to happen. But if that does happen, I'm saying, which I know is once again stupid, if the Lakers lose to any of those teams, the Rockets are, I, I think, in my opinion, are easily winning the West. Okay, hot take. Dude, I know it's stupid. I love this Rockets love. I, I do like the Rockets a lot. I don't know why. It's just I would love to just, see Russ. Yeah, you don't too. like, but you don't like Russell Wilson. I don't like Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. <laughs> I don't Wilson. like Russ though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so Jack has the Lakers and the Bucks, right? I didn't even say. Yes, I did say, but yes, I got the Lakers and the Bucks. And then Joey has the Lakers and the Bucks. Pretty much. I mean, yeah, pretty much. Uh, uh, assuming that the 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 Lakers aren't eliminated yeah. by the Thunder or the Jazz. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I have the Lakers and the Celtics. Are you sure you're biased, man? <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, you'll see. It's just, it's just so hard. It's so, I, I, it's just so hard with some predictable playoffs because, like, like obviously me and Jack just chose like the one seeds, which is just so lame. But like, who knows, man? Who knows going into this? Who knows? Go ahead. Yeah. Sorry. We'll see. I mean, I, I, I've got the Lakers over the Celtics in five. Wow. Yeah. I If it was Lakers-Celtics, I'd expect the five game. Um, I'm taking the Lakers over the Bucks in seven. I think that um, LeBron's on a mission this year yeah. with – uh, the tragic death of Kobe. Um, I know it's kind of just like a storybook uh, way to finish this year and season with the Lakers um, winning like this because of uh, 
what happened earlier in January, but I think that LeBron is just too good of a player where special things like that can happen. Um, yeah, I see the Lakers doing it. Yeah, no matter what, honestly, like, I, once again, obviously, it's, it's very unpredictable, and I, I only have a bunch of, like, contingencies in my mind. But if the Lakers do make it to the finals, I can't see an Eastern Conference team beating them, even the Bucks, even the Celtics, even the Sixers. It would – yeah, like, like like Jack said, LeBron is just – he man, he's on a mission. And once again, though, I mean, I, I, we'll get into this afterwards. After we hear, I mean, you know, Mitchell always has his thing. But, like, if if the Lakers do win this championship – are people going to be really annoying about it? Like with LeBron, like, are they not going to like, are people going to complain about lately? Once again, the asterisk and like, are they going to be like, this is, this shouldn't count as one of LeBron's chips. That would be so dumb when this is like, I agree. I agree. But it's, it's definitely a conversation. Like the most earned ring he are, he, no, that's not true. It's Cavs one, but yeah, a hundred percent. No. Yeah. I don't think so. I, th- I hope I, not. I think people might, but uh, I mean, people, I, I think people will, but it's stupid in my opinion. It's just so stupid. Maybe at first, but I feel like maybe yeah. as time goes on, they'll forget about it. I think I feel like, like maybe, maybe maybe people were saying that about the lockout season, but I think but now people don't even remember that. So. Yeah, as time goes on, people just forget. I guess also you could say like if the Lakers just dominate throughout the playoffs, like they lose like one or two games throughout the entire playoffs, something like that. Like, oh yeah, like there's no denying it. They were the best team this year. So like if they if they do that, that would be yeah. great. I also think another motivator um, for LeBron could be the last dance. Oh yeah. 100%. He wants to prove himself. That's all that like, anybody's talking about. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to turn into this ego contest. Like, Jordan signs off on this documentary to air when the Cavs celebrate their championship. Yeah, and now <laughs> this this documentary comes in and people are – maybe some people are jumping off the LeBron uh, goat deba- side of the debate and Le- LeBron trying to win him back. I don't know. That's just so you're I, saying, you're, so you're saying LeBron, LeBron took it personally is what you're saying? Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, no. LeBron will forever be the greatest of all time, guys. That, that I mean, I, I don't want to get too into that, but yeah, I agree with that because what's it called? Like at the end of the last dance, I said that LeBron James is the best, the greatest basketball player of all time, and Michael Jordan is the greatest winner. I know, I know, Magic just recently said that, but I was saying that before. Just saying. Yeah, Joey said it first. Joey knows more. <laughs> Dude, I, I see you. I Joey see knows you more about basketball than Magic Johnson. Johnson. Everyone. Yeah, he, I'm not a quitter like Magic Johnson. That's for sure. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you so as we wrap up here today, if you guys want to take away two things from our podcast here, is that Joey knows um, more than Magic Johnson knows more about basketball than Magic Johnson and Magic quitter, Johnson yeah. is not is a quitter, and um, that Joey also believes that Russell Westbrook hates yes, sick children in the hospital yeah. with yes. uh, life threatening yeah. illnesses. Okay, there you go. Oh, oh, oh now you're censoring it. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, we all have the Lakers winning. Um, I hope it doesn't. But, I hope, yeah. But uh, we'll see. We will see. We're very thankful that the NBA is back. Oh um, God, we still yeah. got a month and a half to go, so it's not here quite yet, but it should be here um, 
within due time. So let's make it very clear: the Sixers are not coming out of the first round. No way. There's no shot the Sixers come out of the first round. Let's just let's write that down right now. If they play the Celtics, I'll bet a lot of money on it. Okay. Cool. Oh wait, that okay. Cool. We need to have some kind of wager. I'll think of it between you two. If there's a Celtics <laughs> Sixers. Oh man, I, I would love. Don't get me wrong. It's gonna be a great series, but I'm not saying there's no way. <laughs> there's no way. If that if it if it happens, then Joey has to return all the money I have to pay for him for uh the sound. Oh what? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. <laughs> Pressure's on. Pressure is on. Jason Tatum will deliver. Mm-hmm. We'll He's going to show the Sixers exactly what they missed on in the draft. We didn't. We didn't know. <laughs> we did, <that's> not, <laughs> that was what's his face's fault. I'm not getting into that. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us today at Hogline Studios. Uh, thank you for listening. And tell us who you think is going to win the NBA Finals. And we look forward to the playoffs and your thoughts. So thank you for listening. Uh, be sure to subscribe to us on any platform that their podcasts are found. Tell your friends, tell your enemies. Um, follow us on Instagram at Hogline Podcast. And follow these boys. You know, you know where to find them. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening, everyone. And uh, we'll see you next time. Keep liking the videos. Make sure you right. like the videos. Yes. Close us out, Justin. <laughs> <laughs>